What is going on? I think we are actually finally live. I've had so many issues with, uh, with actually going live on my personal channel, which is kind of funny because uh, one of the biggest things, finally, there we go, Forgotten Art, there we go. You guys just give me a like, a heads up, anything. All right, we got one person watching. Okay, fantastic. We're gonna get right into this and I'm gonna turn down my volume. All right. I know guys, it's been two weeks that, since I've been live, probably three weeks at this point. Um, for whatever reason, it's been working on my BPI YouTube channel, I, it's been working on my personal Facebook channel, and I, it's been working on my personal, or actually the BPI Facebook page. I have no idea why it's not working. I was like, there's no strikes against me, against me or anything. So let's get right into it. So this is actually something I had, I have a whole slew of videos built up and obviously not going live in a while. I just wanted to make sure that there's a, a ton of things that, a ton of value that I want to provide over the coming days. A, that it's finally working. I'm literally looking at it right now. All right. Entertaining yourself. Where did this come from? This is something I've been thinking about for a while because, you know, being in sales and being in, first of all, you're in sales, okay? Let's just establish that. that that's the baseline, is that you're in sales. You're selling your idea, you're selling yourself, whether it's on an interview or a date, you're selling, uh, we should go here to your friends. Anytime that you need to influence or manage or convince someone to do something, you're doing sales, okay? There was this weird, aura around sales that people just don't believe they're in, you are in sales. If you don't think you're in sales, then you're in engineering and you're being told what to do and you're never gonna live a happy life because you're essentially being, you're never projecting exactly what you want. You're never actually influencing what you want. You're never, you know, this weekend I was with my mom and, and she's just one of those people that she just, she wants, she wants other people to be happy over her happiness, which is fine. It's not like she's doing anything illegal or immoral, but the thing is, there's times where it's like, what do you want to do? We know what you want to do based on body language and everything else. She'll give two options and we already know which option she wants to do, but she always says, well, you know, there's this other option we could do. There's this other place we could eat at, or there's this other type of food that we could have. And I'm like, mom, what do you want to do? Okay. So if you have no idea the basics of selling, which is obviously not only it, the basics of selling comes down to emotion. Okay. The emotional state of the other person, and the emotional state of yourself, okay? More importantly, yourself, because if you can control your emotional state, you can almost directly influence their emotional state. They have to be completely unplugged and or at a level of self-awareness that they know they're getting influenced, okay? There's, you know, if I run across a bad salesperson, Charles, how are you doing? That's great. Okay, I'm calling from Yelp and I want you to, to sponsor this coming month your company on our website and we bubble they're just not they're not trained well okay at yelp they're not most people are not trained well in sales at all all over okay so when i actually say sales you have to learn this art it is an art it isn't anything it's not a science it's an art because every person is completely different if it was a science that means you do this you do this you do this and then you get a sale yes there's generalities you have to build rapport then you have to ask questions you have to find a need and then you sell it, okay? 
So this all is a long-winded way of saying that if you, do, if you cannot entertain yourself when you're telling a story, if you cannot influence yourself when you're selling something, if you cannot actually convince yourself of something that you believe in, that someone else should believe in, which is your idea, yourself on an interview, yourself on a date, or just telling a general story. This all came up this morning. So I'm at gym class, and this girl who's been in the class for probably six, seven months, we've never talked, She's attractive, and I said, you know, to, you know, and it was interesting because I've, I talked to her one time, and we were leaving the gym, and I don't think she recognized me or whatever because there's about 40, 50 people, probably about 40, 40 people in the class, and you know, I'm walking out, she's walking out, great class, blah blah blah. Oh, okay, great, you're in it, da da da, and that was it. And we parted ways. Today it was interesting because I was in the front row, right next to the teacher, and I was dominating. And I felt good. And the thing is, when you're in the front row and you're right next to the teacher, you can't look at other people because you have to be focused on yourself, okay? That's everything. You have to motivate yourself because if I start comparing myself with the person behind me who's not going as fast, that's going to directly influence me. See where this is going, okay? So they're influencing me, okay? I'm not influencing them. So I have to influence myself, okay, when I'm actually working out, whatever. So the class ends, uh, we're stretching and everything else. Usually when they stretch, um, she leaves, she just goes. And she wants to be the first one in the showers because there's a long line in the ladies room, whatever. But it was weird because she took a while, she stretched, she put her, her weights back and I was like, okay, I think she, and it was me and maybe a couple other guys that were left. And I was like, she wants to talk. That, that's, the, that's the micro nuance of convincing herself, you know what, she wants to talk because usually she sprints out of here. So whatever. So I start telling her a story. So, oh, tough class, whatever, we start talking. And I start telling her a story. And this is really where it came in. So we just did a 45-minute class. I'm drenched in sweat. You know, she sweat just as much. And this is really where it came down to. And I started thinking about it. Halfway through the story, which wasn't a long story. It's about maybe a minute and a half. Okay, maybe, maybe just over a minute, probably about a minute story, okay? I took a three minute funny story down to a minute and halfway through, you could always tell if they're into it or not into it and this is funny because I did an Instagram story about this yesterday where I said, when someone's not into your story, what do you do? Do you walk away or do you torture them more? And ironically enough, the guy that I was talking to yesterday about a story, he just walked away. He's like, oh, okay, great, and then he just walked away. And I was like, I wasn't really done with the story. That must have been a really bad story. And then I, that's really when it started conjuring how, what makes a good storyteller, okay? What really makes someone be entertained, influenced, convinced, is that you have to be convinced. And here's the case in point. So I started uh, telling the story I'm about halfway through, and I noticed that she's, you could tell from the body language and the nuances and everything else, maybe she's itching to go up and get ready for work, or the story wasn't really hitting home. So in sales, yes, you have to do that, that calibration live while you're telling a story or while you're selling something or anything else. Told her the story, it was pretty funny. You know, she had a chuckle and everything else. She starts going up to the ladies' room and the men's room is on the, the first floor, the ground floor. So halfway through, blah, 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 oh, you went away. Mika knows, holy cow, that's great. What's your name? Alice, Charles, blah, blah, blah. And then she walks up and we parted ways and it was good. And that's really when I started thinking about it, is that how convinced was I of that story? So this is where people get it wrong, including myself until this morning is that, and I'll tell you some practical ways, is that I was convinced of the story, but what I was trying to do was convince her of the story. 
okay? So here's a case in point. You go to a concert, that, that person that's playing a concert, say it's an 80s band or a 90s band, they've been playing that for decades. How are they convinced, like David Grohl, okay? David Grohl, if you don't know, Foo Fighters, he came from Nirvana. Um, so essentially, he plays the same songs from Foo Fighters, okay? How is he convinced to love a song that he has played probably hundreds or thousands of times, and he convinces that concert or that audience, and he just still loves it? It's because he's convinced himself. Billy Joel has sold out every single month at MSG, and he said he'll stop playing there, or probably stop playing in general, if he can't sell out MSG. My parents are going to see him in September, but that's the thing is that he plays the same songs. Granted, I don't know for a fact, maybe it's 50% new songs, 50% old songs, but they've convinced themselves that this is, a, this is an incredible song. They love the art of playing music. A comedian that has just told the same joke for months and months, They've talked about it, authors who have just literally written draft after draft after draft of a book. And then once it comes out, they're done. Or actors and actresses who produce a video, or a movie I should say, and they're done. They've, they've spent months on the same line or the same scene or the same sequence, and they've, they've rehearsed it. Then they went in, they filmed it, and they filmed it, and they filmed it, and they're just sick and tired. They're like, I need to move on. And it's the same thing with us. Our story, our influencing, our convincing is that we have to be convinced. And if we are convinced, then most likely they will be convinced. This is such an important topic because usually what we're trying to do is convince them. I'm the best. I'm the greatest. My company, myself, my sales, whatever the case is. But in fact, it really comes back from you. You have to be convinced that they will be convinced. And then over time you start actually getting better. You know, if I'm pitching, I'm pitching a listing today. You know, I, I have to be convinced not only of my services, number one. Number two is that once I'm convinced of my services, then I have to actually get better at the art of presenting to the owners. Okay, I'm most likely gonna get the listing because I'm so convinced that I'm gonna be able to handle the objections. I'm gonna be able to handle the, the building rapport. I'm gonna be able to handle, have you sold anything in this building? Have you sold anything in this area? What do you think the price is? What do you think the marketplace is? Yes, that comes from confidence, but the fact is you have to be confident in, in not only yourself, but the story you're telling. I know that's a long-winded way. I'm telling you right now, this is gonna hit you because you're gonna be telling a story. Someone's not gonna like it. The art of storytelling is literally the biggest way to build rapport. The art of storytelling is literally the biggest way to convince or to influence. Why do we like a company or a brand or a person? It's because of the story that they've told us about themselves, okay? This is, you know, listen, I don't know if this is hitting home or not. Um, you know, I'm gonna look down at the comments in a second, but for me, I, I, today was so, so this girl, it was so influential on me because, and I'll just leave you with this, is that I was so convinced